Hey everyone, hope you are well and, and uh, healthy, surviving isolation. It's definitely uh, been a struggle, but we're all going to persevere. I hope you've been enjoying uh, the podcast, even though I know it's hard to apply some of the stuff that I talk about right now, but hopefully um, you'll get some lessons to take away and, and implement once once we can all train again. Uh, today, uh, this episode's with Jake Murray, uh, who's an American Ninja Warrior, uh, absolute uh, beast, really nice guy. Um, he always has some very uh, interesting uh, entrances to the course, always comes up with something new uh, and is a bit of a character, but when it comes down to it, he knows how to deliver and he's he's a, he's an absolute speed demon on the course. So we had a great chat and uh, yeah, hope you enjoy and, and find some value. Yo. My man. Hey. What's what are you, up, man? What are you doing? Ah, uh, building. Building some stuff. Not obstacles, just other construction. Right now, I'm just ripping nails out of boards. Yeah, nice. Is that a, is that a barn? Looks yeah. like a, it looks like a barn. No, just a garage. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, man. It's... Yeah, dude, what's up? Good evening. How's it going, man? Good, man. Sorry, I've got, like, my breakfast here. I'll... Got co- I've got a kettle, I'm making coffee, so I'm just trying to multitask. So No worries, man. You're preaching so, to the choir. I'm so good at just staying in bed for like an hour on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. What um so what have you been doing? What's been what's what have you what have you been up to since uh we had the horrible news that uh we weren't gonna run the course? Dude, I I was in LA the day before filming season the start of season 12 i was i was in la when all of the shutdown started to happen oh wow and then yeah they brought us all all the competitors in and canceled the event oh, and they're no. like we're gonna have to postpone indefinitely until we you know all this blows over um but i mean i just i've just been hanging out at my place man skateboarding um trail running a lot and then doing a little bit of strength training but honestly not much and I'm not that bothered by it because rest is huge and like I've never given my body this much time off. So yeah, um, it'll be cool. It'll be cool to come back healed. I feel like I'll have big gains. So yeah, okay. Yeah, this is the most rest I've taken. Yeah, this is the most rest. I feel kind of strange. It's kind of like I've lost a little bit. Not motivation, but it's just like I have no way of training at the moment. There's there's nothing in my house that I can use. So I'm like, For sure, man. Yep. I, yeah, I haven't done anything. And like, I tried to train at my grandparents' house when I was in quarantine. Cause I, I, I don't know, I don't know how it is for you guys, but, um, when I, I had to fly out like two days later after we had that meeting. So the Sunday, yeah, after oh, what, what, yeah. Yeah, what, what would have been the city finals, um, and they said no country, everyone coming into overseas had to stay in their house for two weeks, they weren't allowed out. And if dude, I, and I'm so sorry. I totally freaking forgot you were there. Yeah. <laughs> what, how does that, dude? How does that? How does that work? What? What? How do you get to compete in America? Because I'm um, I'm a dual citizen. So I've got. I was born obviously. Okay, I, I, I was born in the US. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they um, I went in with this whole like right this, yeah Australian like theme and. Yeah, they loved it. Um, which uh, my bad, man. Yeah, duh, that's where I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, ran, okay. just okay. ran randomly yeah, at Universal, so... <laughs> just to say hi. <laughs> Dude, dang. Okay. Well, shit, man. I mean, I- I'm pretty sure that the season's just postponed, but who the hell knows, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. So um, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but I feel you, man. Like, I, it's. I'm very self-driven and pr- highly motivated with Ninja. Like, mm. training is never an issue for me. Mm. But since quarantine, I've just been like, nah, <laughs> I'm going to go trail run. I'm going to go skateboard. Like, I don't really, I don't want to sit there and do pull-ups in my house. Like, it's not the same. That's not how I train. Yeah, um, it's hard. I should, yeah, I should, I should adapt to it, you know, but it's just, I don't know. It's really weird. Um, but I'm at home. I guess it just feels like rest, you know, like I want to rest. I don't want to train. Yeah, um, I hear you, man. So, but I don't know. Like I said too, though, man. I, I there were a couple years where I took September off. I would take like 
four to five weeks off. Yeah. And then I'd come back. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do any upper body. I would only, like, run and skate. Yeah. And so pretty much what I'm doing now, and I would come back, and, like, my the hardest boulder grade I've ever sent in a gym was after I took a five-week break and came back strong. So Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, it's pretty – it's interesting to – to see how much uh, benefit like a good amount of rest has because realistically like a week off is nice but your body's not even able to heal up completely in that time so it's true i've, I've always been too scared um to take too much rest like i was looking in the mirror and like my biceps yeah. have already gotten smaller and i was like oh no yeah <laughs> i was like no yep. um no, for, for sure if you can get over that stuff though man there are there's a lot of benefit to, to mm. taking a break nah, that's awesome well, mate, thanks for coming on. I know um, it's been a bit of a been a bit tricky to organise, but um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming yeah. on, man. Basically, I like to uh, I like to in- interview people um, for my podcast, and like for me, I get to learn. I get to learn how how other people you know do things, how they what their processes are. But then also for the people who might listen, they might be able to take something away, and that's for me that is like the most utmost importance making sure that um i can i can share something with people that they can learn and go oh i can i can apply this to me so that's like that that's that's my most important um my i guess takeaway but jake i don't know we haven't really we haven't really like spoken before so we haven't um haven't actually sat down yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I know you're massive into skateboarding and, and, and climbing, but, like, what, what was the, what was, I guess, the first sort of sport that you found yourself getting into when you were, when you were young? Was it skateboarding? Was that your uh, first love? You know, uh, it was, actually, yeah. I was, I've been skating since I was 13, so it's been almost 20 years this August. Wow. Um, I... Yeah, I was never as like a, like grade school. I did like baseball, and I tried to like football in middle school, and I, I didn't really like them. Actually, I liked baseball, but then uh, as I got older, I was like too scared to play fast pitch because I didn't want to get hit with the ball. And, like, <laughs> uh, then I don't know, football just it seemed like um, it wasn't for me, I guess. And then I, I started to realize that like I kind of like to do things on my own and and have um, like more independent type sports were um what called to me what beckoned to me and so that's when i found um skateboarding um my my older brothers too were kind of into it so growing up i always thought it was really cool yeah uh, watching skate videos with them when i was really young before i got into it and um so yeah uh, i always thought skateboarding was neat but yeah no for as far as athletics goes when i was really young um yeah, I didn't do too much, um, and then got into skateboarding, and that's pretty much all I wanted to do. For <laughs> Were you scared when you got into it? <laughs> Were you scared when you got into it? Or? No, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, like, there's there's still stuff that'll scare me, you know, but um, it was, uh, without realizing it, you know, it's about, uh, at that age, it was about pushing my limits, and, and that was, the, the progression of it was what was uh, addicting and, and kept me in it and drove me with it. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's probably where you got a lot of your initial body awareness and and everything from. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you don't really. Do you need me to stay in in the video? Are you like? Are you just using the audio for your, your podcast? Obviously, it's just audio, right? Yeah, I'm using the audio, but you know, I like I, I like I like to see okay. who I'm talking to. But you you you, you do what you got to do as well. As, lo- as long I'm as sure, you. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Um, I just want to get comfortable for a sec. I'm tying my shoe. Uh, okay, so anyway, um, uh, yeah, I think that like there is a lot to gain from 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 skateboarding in hindsight, like stability. Um, uh, but I think that like the biggest things I got from it um, were split second decision making. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got to a level where I was very. Um, I'm not going to say very, but I was consistent on a skateboard. I could stay on my board and I could link tricks together in a line at like a skate park. I could just go and go and not fall off my board Um, too often at least. Um, I think that that is extremely applicable on a course and um, the the carryover is immense. And um, as well, I would say that there's like, well, yeah, like I said, the stability, the balance, the agility that you get from it is awesome. But, um, Let's say uh, 
like when you're going out and you're filming a trick and you're jumping down a stair set, which is something I was never that good at, like jumping down big gaps, trying to do like flip tricks. Uh, I could jump down big gaps, but I couldn't flip my board. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, like something like that's going to take me a hundred plus tries to do. If it's something that I'm trying to film and I want it to be like a decent caliber trick that persistent mindset of like getting up and going back and trying it over and over and over again that's huge and that carried over into climbing um when i got into climbing and i realized that like it was never a second thought if i couldn't get a problem i was going to get back on until um i finished it and uh obviously there's huge carryover in ninja too because like anything i mean practice 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 Mm. um yeah so skateboarding definitely was a big help and that's I'm awesome. still skating. Still skating. That's awesome, man. I've uh, I've tried a few times and it's it's not ended. It's not it's not ended well. So I've uh, I've given up on my skateboarding. Uh... Right. <laughs> yeah, dude. That just yeah, that's the persistence, though. It's like from the get go, it tests you because like mm. the beginning first, like I would say around year four for me is when it clicked and it started to make sense and I started to learn tricks rapidly. Like mm. my arsenal of tricks uh, was growing quick around mm. year four. But, like, up until then, I remember having, like, swollen elbows all the time. We call it swellbow. And I remember <laughs> just having the puffiest, like, fluid-filled sacks on my elbows and, like, uh, just hippers all the time. And, and you're, like, learning how to fall, right? Mm. That, that's another, yeah, right there. Like, you're learning how to fall. That helps a lot. <laughs> and when you're, falling on, when you're falling on concrete all the time, uh, doing obstacles over water isn't scary at all. You're like, oh, it's water. It's going to be comfortable landing, you know, whereas when you are used to, like, the cold kiss of concrete, it's it's no big deal. So I guess that's something else, too. That uh, That's a good point. I never thought about that. Mentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're at, like, a competition that has padding everywhere, like, even if it's just over grass, you're like, oh, sweet, it's grass, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, maybe I'll fall off a skateboard a few times and, um... Smash my elbows up a bit. I'm telling way. you, man. <laughs> that might be yeah. Hey, it's not. It's never too late. You'll 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 learn a lot from it. So <laughs> it is very good. But that that being said, man, like, and to the listeners, there's there's you don't have to go skateboard. You know, like you can play soccer, like play football, like play those sports that I didn't want to play. If it calls to you, mm. it's from what I what I've learned, and I'm kind of regurgitating what I've heard. But it's so true. It's all about building proprioception, you know, um, and, and mixing it up and playing different sports and, um, you know, like uh, juggling, um, you know, stuff like that. Just building that body awareness and that neuromuscular connection and mm. um, trying different stuff because it's all going to circle back and help your ninja. Oh, 100%. So how did you find yourself climbing? So and skateboarding and climbing don't seem like they uh, cross, like not crossover, yeah, but... Do- but uh, yeah, you, you wouldn't think so, but, like, I, I feel like there's huge crossover. Um, and you might not realize it because, uh, I mean, one's prime, I'm not going to say primarily, but hugely upper body, right, climbing. Mm, mm. And then uh, skateboarding is, you know, primarily lower body, mm. um, hugely lower body. Mm. But, yeah, uh, there, there's so much carryover. It's it's pretty neat. Uh, awesome. Again, that persistent, persistent mindset. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're, if you're not just a, like – natural monkey and able to climb like v8 your first day you gotta work (laughs) at it over and over and over and over again but uh yeah um i found climbing when i was 23 it's kind of an interesting story uh where i was at in life i was i was living um with my best friends and they were we went on a skate trip when we were like 19 mm. out to Colorado to go to come just go skate and film stuff and have fun. Yeah. And they loved it. They fell, they fell in love with it. We lived in a different state, like 14 hours away mm. and they were like, we want, we want to move here. So long story short, they ended up moving out to Denver and where I was at in life, I didn't feel like that was the move for me at the time. So I moved back to my hometown and went back to school. Um, yeah, thinking that's what I wanted to do. Um, with, I felt like I didn't have many other options and, uh, it, it was good. Like it was cool to learn again. Um, mm. but, uh, in that, in that time that they moved to Denver and I moved back home, uh, I, I moved away from my hometown for about three years. And okay. in that three years, when I moved back, they built this wellness center on the campus with a rock wall and it's mm. a very rinky dink, like tiny rock wall. <laughs> but like, it was so cool to have that in my tiny hometown. My mm. tiny hometown didn't really have much, um, 
So it was pretty cool to have something like that uh, outside of a tiny skate park too. Mm. And so I started going to the wall like every single day and I became friends with the guys and girls that worked there. Uh, and then, yeah, I just fell in love with it and I was going like four hours a day, like mm. five days a week. And, uh, I was, tw- yeah, 23 and, um, yeah, I don't know. It just felt like it was it was meant to be like the perfect time of my life to to uh, find climbing. Yeah. Um, but from there, yeah, I just like two after two semesters of school and being like starting to realize that I was like I was in it for the long haul with climbing. I loved yeah. it. I was hooked. I was like, okay, Den- Denver's starting to sound pretty good now. So after that two semesters, after the spring semester, I um, my friends came back home to visit their families, and then I hopped in the car with them and, and <laughs> never, never came back. Never came back. <laughs> yeah, dude. that may not know uh colorado denver colorado is like there's a lifetime of climbing without within an hour's drive of denver so i and i live like right at the foothills and uh not that i climb outside a lot i'm I'm a gym rat and i I love climbing indoors and i'm mostly training anyway Mm. but uh yeah so it's it's a mecca for rock climbing and skateboarding actually skateboarding scene out here for skate parks is which i prefer skate parks but uh Mm. it's insane the city's really good about fronting money for stuff like that for us. Yeah, no, definitely. It's on my to-do list to uh, to get out your way. I mean, it just, oh, yeah, just looks just man. looks so beautiful. The everything just looks it just looks yep, fresh. Yeah. Like the air looks cleaner. Everything just looks super nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. No, you're right, man. That's awesome. So it's beautiful. So what were you doing before before you got onto Ninja? What what was your life looking like? What, what was happening? So, uh, it, it took me a long time to realize that my hobbies were my life. Mm. Um, I mean, that's the life I was always living, but it didn't really dawn on me until, like, I was never trying to, like, pursue a career or anything, you know? I feel I feel like uh, a lot of people go to college, right? And then they kind of settle down and get a job, and, like, mm. they still have their hobbies. But yeah. it was like my hobbies were my, my job. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I, I was never too concerned with money or anything like that. And, uh, live very frugally um but yeah i mean like as far as jobs i was i was just working in restaurants whatever i had to do to pay the bills so that i could continue living the life i wanted to live and, um i was like cleaning gutters working in restaurants you know what whatever um and yeah but i lived like i said i moved out with my best friend so it was like we'd, we'd go skate or um go rock climb with my girlfriend and um it was it, it was it is still a great great life <laughs> very simple um just doing what i love basically so uh i'm trying to think i gotten and i tried to get into ninja for two seasons and they never accepted my um my videos mm. or i never got a chance to compete so i tried walking on i think that was when i was like 25 was when i i uh yeah around 25 um but yeah, pretty much adventure, I would say, is what my life w- was and is still about um, with the chasing the mountain, you know? Mm. Uh, I When I was like 20, I was 24, was 24 or 25. E- either way, I went on a solo motorcycle trip uh, okay. from Denver and I, I rode my motorcycle down through Mexico and Central America oh, all wow. the way to the end of Central America, which is Panama. Um, and had this crazy adventure uh, that is uh, enough material for a few podcasts. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe, maybe I'll turn that into a podcast. But there's some fun stories from that trip that it was it was an insane adventure. Um, but yeah, man, that's how I'd sum it up. It's just like adventure and fun, and looking back on it, it's just learning and experiencing. And um, but it continues to be that way as well. So that's awesome. So if I understand it, you didn't get, you didn't get on the first few seasons, but you tested, I think it was the second time you tested the second time that you tried to get on. Is, uh, is that what yeah, happened? Yeah. That's actually, that's actually yeah. correct. Yeah. Um, when I, well, yeah. So season five, the year of Brian killing it on stage three and almost clearing mm. that season. Um, I tried walking on for like 24 hours. I didn't get in. It, it mm. wasn't a big deal. Mm. Um, and then uh, the next year, I, I like waited and camped out. Like when you actually had to camp out for like six days, and I was Yo. number twelve in line. And uh, long, long story short, I didn't. I got let in and then didn't get a run. But mm. um, 
I tried to make lemonade lemonade out of the situation, <laughs> and I got to um, test the city finals course. Yeah. Um, they started me on the third obstacle because the first two, um, or the second one, wasn't finished yet. Mm. And so uh, they started me on the third obstacle, and uh, yeah, I was like the last person to get a full run through, and I cleared the whole thing, and it was bittersweet but uh pretty cool and promising and then it just lit it just like stoked the fire under me the fire was already lit yeah but um yeah so then that that next year is when i came back and uh um with the footloose video yeah that was brilliant if you've seen that <laughs> the submission <laughs> thanks man no, the submission uh, video for season that was season seven it was um it was funny because when i was trying to come up with my video for this season which I have to send you the link. I think you'll like it. I was trying to find all the, okay. not just the best, but like the quirkiest, the the funniest videos uh, to sort of like watch nice. and learn. So your yours yeah. is yours is at the, yours is at the top, man. Um, oh, right on. So Thanks, yeah, no, that was that was such an awesome video. So before you actually tested in season five, was that the first time you actually touched yeah. any obstacles, or have you actually uh, done some training? Like in the in those two years, uh, have you done any season season six? Six, sorry. yeah, season six, and it, it was. I think I had a salmon ladder in my backyard. Okay, and that was. I think that was it, man. Yeah, because right after that, right after season six, I started training at Lauren Ball's gym. Um, so yeah, that was the salmon ladder was the only thing I touched. Um, yeah. It's pretty crazy to think about. I've never taken the time to think about that. Oh wow, that's impressive. <laughs> but I had, I had, I think four years of climbing under my belt, and mm. like not just like casual climbing. Um, I was climbing you know, four to five times a week. So yeah, wow, it was a good volume. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. So you come out of the footloose video, you get your call, you're getting on. It's hectic. What was like that moment? You know, you're stepping onto the you're stepping onto the onto the platform. Do you do you remember that moment and what that moment was like? What 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 was going yeah, through your so mind? You're, you're, you're saying one. You're saying one got my call. My yeah. So so the first you're, you're asking like what it was like the the first season you actually yeah. got on as a competitor. So after two years not making it on, testing, getting on. Yep. What, what was that moment like? Oh, stepping dude. onto the platform. Yeah, I love talking about this, actually. <laughs> I remember it very well. I, I'll never forget that, man. So they, I, I remember Amy, Amy Pijic, I believe is how you pronounce it. She ran right before me, and I knew her from the season before watching, yeah. and uh, I was pretty hyped. But anyway, uh, she ran, and I think she went down on the second obstacle, yeah. unfortunately. And then I was like, holy crap, Like this is it. And when I got on the stage, uh, I remember telling my friends later that night, it felt like it was where I was supposed to be. Mm. And I think it was the first time in my life that I'd experienced that feeling. Um, it was fantastic, though. Uh, I remember as the sideline, um, I don't know what he, the MC, we'll just call him for lack of a better word. I'm not exactly sure, but he counts you down. He says, okay, in five, four, you know, yeah. three, two, one, and then as he counted me down this vignette this black vignette just set in and i got tunnel vision and wow. i've never experienced that before man it was crazy yeah so i just had this mad tunnel vision that like i was looking down the length of the course and mm -hmm. it set in and then he goes go and i was so nervous about messing up the first obstacle uh that i constructed it in my driveway just to make sure that i was able to do it because i really wanted to stride through it one mm. step it yeah, um, yeah. and yeah, so I committed to that, and I, I remember like seeing everything in slow motion through the quintuple steps. That's I was looking down at the water and seeing seeing these little pieces of dust reflect light, and like everything was super slow motion. I'm sure it had to do with you know the dump of adrenaline I was experiencing, but mm. um, it was so cool, man. And I remember just feeling so I felt great like gliding through the steps, but it felt like uh, yeah, it just felt so, like. 70 percent or like 30 percent of like the speed you'd go normally it was it was insane like wow. uh, hard to explain i guess but slow-mo will have to do uh yeah and i got through that obstacle and then it kind of like came back and uh reality set in and i was like okay keep going <laughs> but uh again at this point i was the only training i'd done was with uh uh or most of the training i had done was with 
freaking Lauren Ball, and I would show up on Tuesday nights at his gym, and we would run courses as fast as we can. We'd basically <laughs> race race each other through these courses, yeah, and try to beat each other's time. And I remember like that's how I attacked the Kansas City qualifier. That was where I was at, and I almost pumped out because of it. <laughs> but luckily, I made it to the buzzer. Um, yeah, so it was it was uh, surreal. Wow, beautiful experience. Yeah. <laughs> and still the only time I've ever experienced tunnel vision. So, yeah, I, I, I do know, I know, I know exactly what you mean. I think, yeah, it was my first season too. So I, um, when it, when it was my first season in Australia, it was the same thing. But yeah. for me, what happened was I realized the steps were all still wet, like from the last person, cause the last person bombed out in the first obstacle and they hadn't dried it properly. Oh. So I was staring at them. I'm like, why is that so shiny? And I could see the water dripping and I was like, no. And they're like, all right, three, two, one. And I went, oh, all right. And I just, <laughs> and I just. Did you, did you, did you grab them or what? Yeah, but my foot kept slipping. So every single one, I was like uh, very, I had to be very careful. Dang, man. And then I, yeah. I kind of blacked out on obstacle four. I'm not sure yeah. how I got from the start to the, to the end of it um but yeah everything was just like everything was just like like i, I had friends there and you know I, I forgot they were there couldn't hear anything couldn't it was yeah i think it was just, it was the same thing like you're describing i'm just thinking back and i haven't experienced that ever ever since like that 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 super yep. oh man it's it's like it's yeah it's like a drug almost like it's 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 crazy. Not that, not that, not yeah, that I, a, yeah. not that I do those things. I think, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think it's because because of what's on the line and everything, your body's just like <laughs> release all the adrenaline. <laughs> and it's hard to it's hard to put yourself in a situation. I guess for me, at least, like like even my next season, it wasn't the same. Like I was less nervous and more focused, which I, I prefer it that way personally. <laughs> I'm okay with not having that big of a, a rush. Um, mm. Yeah, dude, it's so cool. And I've talked to numerous people who uh, explain their experience of their first time, their rookie season start. Yeah. And it's a lot of people have had the same thing happen. So it's pretty neat. That's crazy. So um, oh, I just had the next question in my mind and it just escaped me. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So leading up, so in, in that first season, that of in your first season, mm-hmm. leading up to, yeah. so once you've done, once you've went through the obstacle um, demonstration, how was your nerves leading up to the time you, you ran? Like, how were you, were you managing that quite well? Or were you super, super nervous? Uh, or how are you before a run? Uh, back then, I'm sure I was, very, I was pretty nervous. Mm. I don't remember too well. Mm. Um, but knowing myself back then i would say and to get that you know that like crazy vignette set in tunnel vision like i think that i was probably pretty darn nervous um yeah yeah i I remember and like i look back to like my first three seasons Mm. and like being on just just being on set was exciting to me and Mm. i wanted to watch every single run i wanted to yell as loud as i could for every single person yeah and I, I like I can't do that now. Like it just uh, I want to save all my energy for my runs. Uh, mm. Not to sound too selfish or anything, but like I right. know that it affects my performance and it affects my energy levels and it wears me out if I do that. Um, I'll still cheer, you know. Just like I won't lose my voice by the end of the night. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, so I, I'm sure I was I was jittery. I, I would I would say almost certainly that I was you know pretty nervous. I think that's a good point you bring up. Like you know, uh, if the the production's so exciting and it's so easy to get like just caught yeah. up in the in everything about it, and then you don't yep. realize how much that can zap your energy, especially because um, yep. uh, in in Australia you don't know exactly when you're going to run. They don't really tell you. They tell you in like groups of five. Okay, you're in this group. Yeah. So. Yeah. You could be running at the end of the night. You could be in the middle. You could be in the first. You just don't know, actually. So, yeah, um, so right. yeah that's a good point about like, enjoying the production, but don't don't get too excited yeah. about it. Yeah. So my biggest recommendation to people who are new to getting on the show is stay off your feet. Don't like if you're on set eight to ten hours. Like I, I know that your filming is different in Australia. Mm. Um, 
because you guys do all of it in like a couple weeks, don't you? Over the span of a couple weeks, yeah, they, or they, are they, you only on the island for? So they've moved it off the island. So it was on it was on an island in Sydney for two years, and then now they've now they've oh filmed, they did yeah now it's filming in my where I live now my state. Um, so they film. Oh, they change the location. It's I mean it doesn't matter where it is, but yeah. So so. I mean, I, I haven't been on the last two years, but, um, you know, they always have a room for us and like, they'll have like okay. chairs and bean bags and couches and. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. I know. I've, I've, I've heard the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's quite a difference. Bean yeah. bags. <laughs> must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh... well, <laughs> You know, I even... could probably fashion up a beanbag with all the gravel. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good, man. I mean, hey, we have air conditioning. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no. Uh, yeah. Um... Here, what were we, what were we saying? What were we talking about? We were talking about yeah, production. Um, yeah. So, uh, I guess for you, what has been like? your major focus going going forward now so after the first season you were on you know I'm it was I'm assuming it was a good season and then after that you know you've been fairly consistent so what has been like your your big focus or your what weak points have you been working on for you so that you can um so you can get to stage three Uh, yeah yeah uh that's that was a highlight of mine this past year was working on weaknesses mm. and a big weakness of mine is power. Like explicitly, yeah. I, I don't think I have it um, yeah. as much as would, would be nice to have, if that makes sense. Uh, I think I had like, I have enough to, to, to make it through, but it's like, why not have more mm. <laughs> if you can? So that's something I focus on more and I haven't really focused on as much. Uh, I'll call it a lactic training, more power. Oh. Um, yeah, so uh, whether it's lower body or upper body, you know, I was working on the mega wall for, you know, two weeks before L.A. got called off, which I should take this time during quarantine to, to keep working on that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm having too much. I'm having too much fun skateboarding and trail running. Uh, <laughs> but I shouldn't lose. I should not lose sight of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, no, I would say that was one of the big weaknesses, tr- kind of mixing up um, uh training uh, well obviously like i i want to switch up and, and do stuff that i don't work on because yeah. we can get um complacent and like and set up same courses or, or courses with same obstacles you know a lot mm. and i only train obstacles once a week yeah, so okay. I, I really need to be good about throwing in a diverse amount of obstacles but as well uh my nunchuck grip is pretty weak like if i have to lache like eight feet to nunchucks it's not the highest percentage move for me so that's another thing is it's like that vertical grip yeah. I, I needed to work on that like i have good like cliffhanger grip from climbing yeah but I, I my vertical grip's a little weak my wrists um they need some strengthening too i think that has a lot to do with why my vertical grip is weak but mm. um yeah yeah man okay so i'd say those are the, the biggest thing yeah oh, interesting um and I guess, um, oh man, I just had it. I lost it. Not, not good. Not very, not very professional of me. <laughs> um, oh, dude. That's all right. Um, so, do you... It's in post. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so, which, which gyms do you focus, like, who do you train with and who do you, where, where do you... Yeah. Which, because there's a few gyms in Denver, isn't there? There's, there's like two. Or For three. sure, there, are, there, there are. Yeah, yeah. There's well, I mean, Denver, the Denver area. Um, I do train at the only one in Denver proper, which is Bart's. It's a private gym. Oh um, yeah. Bart, Bart Copeland is the concrete ninja on the show. He's a great friend of mine. Yeah. Super cool dude. Uh, had a bad accident last fall and, and um, compound fractured his leg, but he's just recovered from that. Oh, wow. He's, he's getting back to 100%. And yeah, he just got his cast off a couple months ago, so it was pretty exciting. And then this happened. <laughs> but, uh, so I trained with him and then uh, another guy uh, weekly. We're like the consistent crew. Yeah. And then um, we build pretty much anything we want. We have um, – it's a biased opinion because I built it. Yeah. I helped build it. But we have like the best cliffhanger setup in the world, I think. 
I don't know. If you think you have a better cliffhanger build, let's compare. Uh, I'm not trying to like boast or anything, but I am. I am proud of it. It's just like I think that like it's. I haven't seen one that's like as close to season. Uh, it would be season eight and season nine of uh, USA Ninja Warrior, American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Um, it's like a replicate of that, but harder because we threw in, you know, just extra moves or made holds smaller. And yeah. So it's it's a it's a good cliffhanger. It's definitely doable, but it's. I think I've I think so. I've seen I think I've I think I think I saw a video of Ben and a little Ben. I think I saw a video yeah. of Ben doing it, and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It looks it looked it looked pretty it looked pretty sick, man. Um. Yeah, yeah, and it would be harder for Ben because he's so tall. Like his knees were probably dragging in certain spots. <laughs> um. But yeah, yep, and I remember Olivia, I think Liv was the first girl to hit, we have a cr- the crazy transfer on it where you can put your foot on the wall, Yeah, wow. and we made it like a foot, uh, just a little over a foot further, and it's like kind of, it, it's claustrophobic because you're close to the ceiling too, so it feels like you're going to hit your head, but you're there's plenty of space, Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and so I think she was the first female to stick it, oh, which wow. it was awesome. But um, it's not. It's like the mental crux of the whole thing. So it's pretty cool. Oh, it's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Those guys came and killed it, though. Um. So. Yeah. Uh, so so you don't... yeah. I'm sorry. It got sidetracked there. That's okay. I, I I train I train there, and then there's Ninja Intensity in Castle Rock, which is like 30 minutes south of Denver. Okay. And um, they're they're awesome. That's Caden, young Caden, who destroys all the competitions. That's his gym. His uh his parents and own that and uh ah, so, so okay it's cool to get over there yeah okay and then there's um there's an uh, engine nation too which is uh has two locations in the denver area oh really and sometimes oh, okay. uh w- once in a blue moon it doesn't happen too often but like uh they'll have like jeff Britton works for them and yeah and um uh ryan mclean and stratus did they, some really strong people um and we'd go have like a session or two there before a season would start to to run some different courses and stuff so yeah, yeah there are definitely options here in denver but it's not as good of a ninja scene as you'd expect for such a notoriously active place yeah right interesting that's okay i guess you know if these things take yeah. time and to build and and you know we'll slowly mm-hmm. we'll hopefully get get bigger faster um how yeah you, no definitely how are you how are you are you supporting yourself just from like appearances and comps and stuff or how, yeah, how are absolutely, you? absolutely i've been able to live off ninja for for four years sorry to cut you off there but i figured that's right. what you were getting at that's all right <laughs> uh yeah it's been it's been about four years this june i think um and that's what's what it's been competition winnings has been a huge part of it um but also you know i have gyms i'm i'm lucky enough to have gyms reach out to me and ask me to come do events for them you know whether it's meet and greets or grand openings and uh, stuff like that, which is super fun to do, yeah, uh, and I get to travel all over for it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's yeah, very. I'm very fortunate. That's awesome. Right. Living living the dream, man. Living the dream. Um, yeah, no shortage <laughs> of hard work, but definitely putting in the time, training, and stuff. You know, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Is there? Um, I've heard a lot of good things about uh, Caden. I mean, I've seen him on Instagram. He didn't get on oh, this. Man. He didn't get yeah. on this season, did he? For the adults, I thought he was a shoe in. He didn't because of his age. So hypothetically, if they're gonna postpone the season and still have it, yeah. he, he might be eligible now. If, but it's hard to say because they sent out all their calls already. Um, for the kids, the kids already every single region. Uh, the kids got called for every region, but not all the adults for every region, if that makes sense. They, like, called mm. the, all the kids first. Yeah. And they yeah. called them all at once, um, whereas they call the adults uh, as they, you know, decide. Yeah, yeah, they um, stay. And they, yeah. yeah, so almost all the adults called got called this season, but the last region, which was St. Louis, uh, did not get called, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, so I suppose they could change that up if they, they want to do the Maybe they'll add him to the roster. I hope they do. That would be awesome because he 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 is so strong because he works so hard. Mm. And I know I know that the first year of like AW Junior, mm. he 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 was eligible and he didn't get called for some reason. Oh. I think it was an oversight. I, I don't really know. Um, but that was a big bummer. So, but he got on the second season and and kicked butt. So yeah, uh, yeah. So it's uh, 
Yeah, hopefully. Man, who knows, man? He, yeah, but as of right now, it was an age thing. He, yeah, he's okay. only 14, and you have to be 15. Is so he, he was so close. He's but. 14. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, the future, man. Oh, the future yeah. is here. These kids. These <laughs> kids. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Dude, I love it, man. I, I, oh, I love it. It would never for a second bump me out that these dudes are getting good. Because really, it should be flattering, right? They're learning from us. <laughs> Not learning from me. <laughs> such a lie. I, le- I learn from Caden more than he learns from me. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. Actually, there's a few There's a few kids. Um, there's a guy I follow on Instagram. I think his name's Aiden Wood. And he's a tall, lanky yeah, kid. Dude. And I just watch the way yeah. he moves. I'm like, yo, I wish I could do yeah. that. <laughs> dude, he, I, think, I think he's from Quest. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's from... Uh, Georgia, and he's—I think he's 18 now. Um, mm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think he's a little bit older, though. Uh, I think, I think he lives in New York. So he's like competing with the adults, and yeah, he could have been anyway at yeah. his ability level, even if he was, you know, 13. So yeah, oh, it's yeah. crazy. No, he's a stud, though, man. I saw him at NNL finals, I believe it was, and I was very impressed with him. That's insane. So, besides yourself, who? Give me your next five ninjas that you think. Oh, and we got to take out. We got to take out Drew and uh, Daniel yeah. Gill because they've already made it to stage okay. four. Ooh, who, this is a fun game. Yeah, who is the next five ninjas? And yourself, take out yourself because you know you're gonna make it. Who is the next five ninjas? That you, <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> who is the next five uh, ninjas that you genuinely believe? My, yeah, yeah, yeah. On my radar, <sighs> dude. That is so freaking tough. So, can yeah. I pick people that haven't been called? Um, you can, but I mean, I prefer to keep the list of people who have, who will likely get okay, on or sure. have been on. Just, right, but, right. but, but, but if, if there's people, if there's people that you think, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people who haven't been called who will smoke, yeah. smoke Man, everyone. I have a lot of, I have a good list of people like a good amount of people on that list, but I'll try. Oh, it's so hard, man. Cause they're so like, man, I don't want to forget anyone either, but it's, it's tricky. Mm. Dude. Uh, I will say there's a huge underdog out there and I'll probably mispronounce his name, but Joe Capo Capo. I think it's Capo. Yeah. Joe Capo has impressed me lately with like, I'll see it catches Instagram videos and Abby Clark's for the, his girlfriend. Mm. And I'm just like, dang, they're, they're good, man. They can hang on their, their grip endurance and muscle endurance is impressive. Mm. Um, so, uh, I'll put him on there. I'll put him on there, and I'm not going to rank these. I'll put him on there. Uh, I, I feel like I need to know him a little better, and I need yeah. to see him in action in, in person and, and on, um, I guess, like a range of course, right? Yeah. Before I really know. But he, he's, he's I think he could do it um, super good. Yeah. There's a lot of potential. And then, um, man, I love... God, this is tough, man. <laughs> my boy, my boy Swan, I think can do it. Mm-hmm. I think Swanson. I think the Swan is he's so consistent and he's so technically good mm. and efficient. Mm. Um, his grip needs a little bit of work, and he knows it. I th- I'd put Swan on there. He's been climbing like a beast. I oh, am. Yeah. He has, and he's getting, he's progressing too, um, and that's why I say it. But if he would, I think if he took certain actions with training and would implement certain protocol, I think that he would be one of the best ninjas. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. And it, here he is. I mean, yeah. that's that's stupid of me to say it like that, but I mean, like he would be like top, top. Yeah, yeah, I think because yeah. he's he's just consistent and and like yeah, I think when he believes in himself, he's like, there's no stopping that dude. Mm. Um, then I have, I think Swan would say Michael Torres. Okay. I would have to agree with that. I think Torres is super good. He's training under Swan. I mean, training with Swan. Yeah. I think like learning a lot of, of 
good stuff from Swan, and we saw that in season eleven. We saw them. We saw Chicago dominate. Mm. Um, but man, I, I'm dude, he's not competing. He didn't compete last year, and he didn't compete this year. But Brian Arnold, if he would come back and actually he had time to train with, like just just train. Like if he had their time to do his things, yeah, um, and wasn't and wasn't busy. He, I, 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 uh, he's the reason I'm doing Ninja. Like, I have so much faith in that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, I'll stop there. But, like, I mean, Jeff Britton, like, Isaac could do it again, I'm sure, if they came back and, like, put time into it, you know? Um, there's so many strong people out there. And there's so many people I don't even know about. Yeah. Kim Berge, dude. K- Caleb Berge. Yeah. Nuts, man. Yeah, he's strong. Yeah. He's super strong. Austin Gray. Austin Gray, super strong. We got, yeah, it's, it, I mean, the list goes on and on. I'm not going to sit here and, and leave people out, though. <laughs> that's a, that's why it's a tough question. It's trying to. It is. It's, it is. It really is. And there's, yeah. But that's a good question, man. Way to put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> if, um, if you could, if you could do Ninja vs. Ninja again, and you had to yeah. pick another, you, you could pick any two ninjas you wanted. Um, who? <laughs> Holy crap! Who? A uh, guy and a girl. Guy and a girl. Yep. Yeah. Who? Who? Who would you choose, and why? Oh, dude, that's so tough. Uh, <laughs> um, it's all about strategy. So you know, you, you can you can literally pick the. Uh, I'm the gonna two. I'm gonna say Soderman. Mm-hmm. A Soderman rail, and then I'm gonna have a sex change to be the female. <laughs> I'm gonna have my gender changed. <laughs> hey, you don't, you don't even have to go that far now. You can just say I, I identify as uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as Jacqueline. Yeah. There we go. There we go, man. That's my plan. Adam railing. Come on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that's actually. The- that's that's a good loophole. I'll, I'll have to close that one up next. Time. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think uh, if I had, dude, choosing between Rail and Soderman would be so tough, right? Because Rail's mm. like undisputed speed champ, but then Soderman got him in Ninja versus Ninja, mm. so they're both unbelievably fast. Um, man, and then for female, it's like holy crud. If I had my pick of the litter, it's like. I think I'd go flexed. Yeah, she's flex, man. She's a dominant athlete. Yeah, um, and she's like the 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 total loadout. Like she's got upper and lower body speed, so mm. and strength. Yep. Okay. If you if you I could think so. If if you needed to build your dream course, which other two ninjas would you uh, would you grab? Would you use to help you build? Who's the best builder? Uh, I think that's a no-brainer. <laughs> uh, but no, I'd actually choose I'd choose Carbone and Bart. My, Carbone my and Bart. Bart. Okay. Yeah, that's who I build stuff with now. So I know, like, he's very capable. And you want something? He has the simplest way to whip it up. So, but yeah, Carbone. Duh, right. <laughs> he doesn't get the name the Maker for no reason. That is true. What is? I mean, I'm assuming I'm sure you're gonna be a bit, bit biased, but which gym? What is the best gym you've been to? Like the most sort of well built, well thought out, well designed. Yeah. Would it be Bart's gym? Or if you have to be honest, where is where is the best? Yeah, gym you've been no, to? I mean, like Bart's is really good, and like I, if I wanted to just be like quick answer, I would say Bart's because I love it. Yeah. I love going there every single week. It's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. But it, it's a total grip dungeon, and and I think that like. I, because of climbing in my background, I kind of like, like that stuff naturally, yeah. like, not naturally, but because I've worked at it, you know, for so many years. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think Ninja Quest is, uh, is set up amazingly. Um, I feel like, man, I really like Ninja Academy Perth too. Like the amount of space that they have mm. and the fact that they have so many different disciplines fit into one gym is amazing like yeah. if i had to you know i have to have one gym to train at it would be ninja academy perth because you can hit parkour gymnastics ninja climbing 
and then calisthenics too. Like they yeah. had the full CrossFit area. Like, yeah. what's going That's on, true. man? That's it's true. So much square footage. It's so good. <laughs> uh, shout out to the Ravies. <laughs> hey, dudes. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I think I really like Quest. I am really. Oh man, that's that's that is tough to answer. Um, I haven't been to Iron Sports in uh, Houston yet, and I hear a lot of good things about that. And like per square inch, there's more obstacles in there than like most <laughs> most of the gyms in the U.S. combined. Man, I'll have to um, I'll have to send you. A, that was the first gym I went to on my travel. Um, oh really? Yo, I walked in and I didn't know where to look. Most of the time, I didn't know where to start because you didn't know what was an obstacle and what wasn't. I mean. They literally crammed the obstacles into the into the beams, into the supporting structures. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, I actually didn't know that was an obstacle. I thought that was just a part of the building. <laughs> oh, dude, I love it. Yeah, I need to get down there. Oh, it's insane. Like, yeah, I, I, I think I only touched maybe ten percent of what they actually have Dang. in the gym. Dang! Oh, it's crazy. You know what? Jungle Gym in Florida. Jungle I just gym? went there for a UNX comp. It's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't think about that. But that gym is very impressive. Like, one, the training and the obstacles are awesome. Yeah. Um, and the construction of them is great. Um, but the, they have a theme, too. And I'm all about it, man. <laughs> it's, like, it's beautiful. It's like, in videos, it always looked really dark to me. Because yeah. the walls are, like, black and dark green, like jungle green. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's kind of because it is uh it's it's well lit but like yeah it's beautiful i love it man it has such a cool vibe and then um the people that go there too make the gym um that's awesome. as the scene at most gyms do you know but yeah that's awesome man well i won't keep you for uh too much longer but uh thank you thank you for coming yeah, on man. man all good i uh no, thanks for having me no man you, can you... yeah absolutely i appreciate it what's up what's on for the rest of the what time is it now is it no it's the afternoon isn't it it's the morning for me see I... i've forgotten yeah yeah it's it's like early evening like five or six o'clock i think um yeah, yeah dude not much i uh i'm just out in my garage constructing building some stuff gonna you gonna do some gaming or something later i, I heard you're pretty you're, yeah. you're a pretty keen gamer right yeah yeah. yeah, no, big time, man. I do, I do love my video games. I, I save that stuff for late at night, you know. <laughs> um, get, get all the important stuff done and then game later on. Yeah, yeah uh, that's fair enough. Rest and recovery is is the way I look at it, for the most part. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, dude. Thanks a lot for having me. Super cool. Hopefully, I'll see you in uh, season twelve of Ninja Warrior. I <laughs> hope so. Whenever, whenever that is. <laughs> yeah, man. Fingers crossed. Um, and I hope everyone out there staying sane. I don't know when you'll release this, if it'll be during quarantine, but I hope everybody is uh, able to keep busy and, and happy and um, safe. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Uh, well, thank, thank, thanks again for coming on, and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be in touch, man. Take care. Yeah, Kadeem. Later, bro. See you, brother. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Way of the Ninja podcast. If you want to be kept in the loop, please subscribe so that we can teach you how to be a ninja in life and on the course.